I'm Libby Rothschild, former clinical dietitian who transformed into a full-time virtual business owner. It was only one year ago when I made $55,000 a year in my clinical job, and now I make $100,000 a month being my own boss, and you can do this too. My clients, who are all female dietitians and students, started from zero and created six-figure, multi-six-figure businesses by following my proven method, and they've all been guests on air. My proven method shows you how to attract cash paying clients using social media marketing strategies that work. You don't have to guess, waste time, or hold yourself back when you follow my step-by-step method. Hello and welcome. I'm excited here today with Ya, and we're going to be chatting about her evolution and uh, her journey, and then also just thanking her for her time in the company. After almost a year, I want to say 11, maybe 12 months, uh, Yacht is moving on from being an instructor in the Dietitian Boss program, and we have valued her time and her energy, and she's been a huge contribution to the company and in the program, and she's, she's going to be moving on, and we're today going to unpack kind of like her experience and her perspectives, and we want to make sure we support her just the same way we support one another. We support our colleagues and everybody's unique um, adventure in, in the field. So welcome today. I'm so happy to have you chat um, all things evolution and, and dietitian boss. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. It's a bittersweet episode. Part of me is like smiling and you guys can't see that because I'm just, all the thoughts are just rushing through me right now. Just all the amazing personal development I've witnessed in myself and others, and just the, the sense of community and collaboration that runs rampant throughout the dietitian boss program. It it just really makes me swell with joy and pride. So it's definitely going to be a bittersweet episode for sure, but I'm, I'm excited to dive in and reflect. Yeah. Likewise. And it's, it's been an absolute pleasure. I can say from my point of view as CEO, uh, our clients have had the chance to work with you and our staff has had the chance to connect with you and our advisors uh, we all love your energy, and so it's, it's just been an absolute pleasure to, to have you here and get the perspective of you and the rest of the staff to, to just create a better, more comprehensive experience to give new dietitians and dietitians who are seasoned and continuing to grow their practice and give them that support that we're able to afford them. Um, so I wanted to kind of kick off and ask you, I know we've done a full episode about this before, talking about program updates and recent after templatizing things and going back with a fine tooth comb and you were heavily involved, not only in the recording and the case studies, but the evolution of the program update in the beginning quarter one of 2020. So we have a full podcast episode about that. So for those of you listening, you can go back and check that out where Yaa and I described step-by-step. Some of this might be a little bit of a refresher or could even be updates since then. Um, but I thought we could start off by reflecting on, on contributions to the program changes in the past 10 months, more specifically in the beginning of this quarter where we've got the newest um, version. Yeah, definitely. I would say one of the most profound changes is allowing dietitian bosses and dietitian bosses to be, to really have a good sense of how to manage their time and really be effective. Because a lot of times they're juggling family obligations, social obligations. So to see that we have like these client trackers where they're able to 
track their client intake, their onboarding, offboarding, the fact that we have these amazing caption templates and story templates that we've gotten rave reviews on. And it's allowed people to get back hours of their week and just to hear how much time we're saving people and how we're giving people the scheduling abilities that they weren't once like really honing in and fostering. And I think that's been really game changing because a lot about business is really being efficient with your time and also being able to work in a community and have the resources made available to you so you can save months, if not years of progress, uh, which has always been official because time is something you can't get back. So it's just been amazing to see all the templates and systems that we've been able to bring into the program and see like in such a short period of time, implementing those changes, the positive feedback and just the, the growth and development of the people in the program in such a short period of time. And you are a huge advocate of the clients. I would say that that is what you represent in this program. And you have been so fantastic with helping point out and make sure we're giving a stellar experience and we're constantly innovating and ahead of what our clients want. And so we greatly appreciate and value that. You know, as you, if those of you who've listened to our core values podcast, you know, y'all was a contributor in developing the core values, the entire team was. And we had various meetings about that. And I bake that in as well as Yacht every week with internal newsletter and conversations, highlighting the staff, discussing how we're constantly making improvements to you know, address the client's needs and get ahead of what we can do to, to be best in class and, and really try, make an effort, a diligent effort to understand where, where they're at deeply and solve for that. So given that that's the experience, I want to kind of take another angle today since we always talk about clients and that's good, right? But what about your development? So what has contributing towards the client's development, especially with being a huge part of the program update, meaning you're involved in the case studies, you've been involved heavily in in seeing where things go and how and in this version and the newest version in society, what has that helped you as a professional or as a leader? How has that contributed towards your growth? Yeah, so I'll actually use our core values to frame my responses. So let's look at it from a growth perspective. So here at the company, we really want to foster an environment of continuous learning and improvement of self. So the things that I've taken away as someone that's always a a fairly avid learner, I would say the one really cool thing that was a challenge in terms of me better fostering that growth personally was getting used to this new way of communicating virtually. This isn't something that most of us were used to. Like, yes, maybe occasionally We were on a Zoom call here or there, but I joined the Dietitian Boss program last April, and that's when all of my classes went remote. But historically, I've always been an in-person communicator. I'm just used to that experience. So this program has taught me how to effectively communicate in this medium. And I think that's something that a lot of us are going to have to get used to, like posturing, um, tone, even within the Facebook community, just being aware of how you can use giffies and emojis to better communicate and build rapport with people. I will say these are skills I'm going to use for a long time. I don't see the emerging telehealth changing anytime soon. So I'm really grateful that we were on the forefront of getting people online and learning how to effectively communicate and build that rapport because historically a lot of people were very fearful of it, including myself. I just didn't know how it was going to work, but our whole team works remote. We use Slack, we use Facebook, we have email. And it's just been incredible to see that I've been able to sharpen these skills in such a short period of time. So that's one area that I'm most proud of in terms of growth. In terms of team and collaboration, 
those of you who know me, I am like a serial entrepreneur. I've had many businesses. I had boot camp business. I literally had a hair salon. I was a licensed nail tech. I was a real estate agent. So I've, I've held many licenses over the last like decade and being a part of a team, most people would think, wow, you would just like run and do like the Heisman and kind of avoid any team environment. But I, I actually love working with others, especially if we all embody the same energy. So being a part of this program and being able to collaborate with positive and kind people has been really helpful because historically you hear a lot of the cattiness of this field and this profession and just being here completely shown a light that, wow, this is really not a silo. There's opportunities for me to like cut out the siloed wall and be able to get out and bring people into the community, step out into the community. So just the team collaboration aspect of this program has been just great for me professionally and personally, because I see that there's a ray of hope and it's not a lot of what you do here and read about, which I think for a lot of people joining a group program like this, you come in with some reservations or hesitations about what you think it will be. And you actually come to learn that there's a lot of community here for people who are interested in any aspect of health and wellness. We've got nurses, we've had personal trainers, dietitians. So to see the actual interpersonal communication skills with other people, with other professions, and also those with separate niches within nutrition has been really positive for me. There's just no way I would have ever gotten this experience the first 10 years of my career. So to be able to get an opportunity to connect with people who work with kidney failure, people who work with food freedom, people who work in weight loss, people who work with people over 40, people who are helping people lose 50 pounds, people helping people with baby led weaning. I didn't even realize how many niches there were. So I'm very, very, very proud of the fact that this program has allowed me to think of team in a more dynamic way, especially since I'm historically a self-starter. I'm a person who usually can do things by themselves. And I now have seen the power and the value of team and collaboration. In terms of customer, customer focus has always been my thing. I was the person that always wanted perfect Yelp reviews. I still like getting perfect Google reviews and my brick and mortar. I like, I'm adamant about customer. This is one thing that I'm just so, so proud of. This is the core value that I would say I've been able to really communicate and, and kind of put the fire that I have into others and give them the spark to ignite. So in this program, I would say for me, just being able to see the ways in which I could um, leverage my really awesome, soft and hard communication skills and see other people thrive. It's one thing to help yourself succeed like you may have all the knowledge in your your brain, you may have the passion in your heart. And you all know you can read like this Pinterest board full of quotes, and it really doesn't mean anything, right? But to be in an environment where I'm able to think about ways to get our customers to buy into the coaching process and buy into the method and really elevate other people on our team to get excited about the changes and really help contribute anything that they think is missing or is a gap. It's been really great to just get get behind everyone on our team and really just get in front of the customers and just show them in many ways and come up with creative ways to let them know that we're dedicated to their success. And again, with the virtual medium, it can be tough, but I think we've done a really good job. And a lot of it is just adding in, you know, our unique personalities, but also we have the underlying connecting thread that this is dietitian boss, but I appreciate Libby and everyone on the team. We each have our own um, unique identity. So while we do speak the methodology pretty cohesively, I do think because we actually still treat people like people, we're not robotic, the customer experience is like really superior and great, and you don't necessarily feel like a cog in the wheel. So it's been really awesome to be able to contribute to that. 
in terms of balance, well, I don't think this word is associated with me. <laughs> it's funny. This might be the only core value, but if you, if you ever asked anyone that in my inner circle, they'd be like, uh, <laughs> we need another word. <laughs> it's, it's a tricky one, right? Because it's relative. It <laughs> Such a personal, my coach has said to me, you know, as a, as a female, millionaire, I will always have to define what balance means to me. And it's, it's a challenge that a lot of women struggle with. So I feel like your perception might be different than someone else's, but from me and from my standpoint, you have a dog you hang out with. The balance is the fact that you do a lot of things and the balance is what the, the, the way that you create it. So the perspective of what that means for someone who's not an entrepreneur or someone who kind of has different hobbies or skill sets or philosophy of life might be very different, but from our perspective, you embody balance by, by doing this and other things, right? So that's kind of the, the way I see it. What do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's funny. I guess that would be the, what I've taken away is that this company has also shown me and just working with everyone on a weekly basis, just the, the pure strength and grit and grace in which we all are tackling our own um, personal things, but coming together and still kind of recognizing kind of the fun. So I would say the balance part is that, you know, we, we have labs, you know, we, we quickly message each other to check in. And so balance for me, is also an, I would say it's more emotional balance. This program has brought me. It's just being able to weather like the seriousness, obviously of getting your business started. It's an investment. We want to make sure we have that, but also letting people know that we can laugh. So on calls, we're building community, we're building culture. So people understand that, yes, getting in Canva and learning it might take you like hours in the beginning, but like, let's have a laugh about the things that um, are so silly. You know, we, we choose funny stock images, right? We um, have a moment to kind of like celebrate the, the small wins around along the way and just balancing the good with the, the, the challenging, I would say, I don't want to say the bad, but I would say with the challenging because historically I would say I'm one of those people that wouldn't kind of take a breather, stop and take a breather. But this program has kind of, allowed me a little bit of access. Clearly there's a barrier right there where I don't always acknowledge it that, you know, it's good to really take a look at the things that I do do and highlight the positive. So yeah, hanging out um, with everyone when I get a chance in my free time, like my friends and my social circle, those are people are really important volunteering, um, which I'll get to in a little bit. That's something that I actually consider really, really rewarding as well. So yeah, that would be my biggest takeaway, which is like a great transition for philanthropy because I love that. It, it is beautiful segue there. And I, I love the conversation that we've had about what does balance mean and, and how you might learn or reposition that that connotation after the experience. So thank you for, for sharing your perspective on that. It's funny how I might see it differently than your than social circle or than somebody, your, maybe your parent or something. Like yeah, so true. And then for philanthropy, this is one of my favorite values. And this is something that, I think more people, especially in the era of COVID, it's, it's, it's on us, people who are you know willing and able to do things for us to just really carve out the time and commit. So going and volunteering at the Greater Food Depository. Last summer, I was also volunteering at the Northwestern Settlement House. I have been um, fundraising for my boarding school that I went to. We had a lot of students that were low income like me, who obviously were challenged with um, not being able to return to campus. A lot of people that go to the school that I go to may come from areas like I grew up in where they're very food insecure, lack consistent access to internet and certain technology. 
So being able to fundraise, we're now doing a second round of fundraising right now. Last year, we raised $6,000 to go to those students and Amazon gift cards. And we're doing the same this year, which has been really awesome is just being able to do that and just be able to give back and um, speak at a couple of different places. I was able to speak at the University of Oklahoma talking about um, being able to get out there and create content, seek internships, use social media to um, start as a student in terms of just getting used to the whole practice of finding out the resources that are available. I found so many internships using Instagram and now to be able to give back and talk about the value of social media platforms and skill development and adding things to your resume has been really nice. We recently spoke at UC Berkeley. Anytime you get a chance to speak, that is a form of philanthropy. I think people forget your knowledge is one of the best contributions you can give to society. It's not always monetary, which is something we debated. I know originally when we were doing the values, like, oh, is philanthropy just giving money all the time? But it's not. It's also um, giving your time and taking time to reflect kind of like this episode and share those um, really helpful nuggets that otherwise, you know, you would have to spend years to come across on your own. Love it. Absolutely. Amazing reflections. Did we hit on all the values? I feel like I'm not sure if we hit on growth. We got team, client, balance, philanthropy, growth. Uh, did, Did you hit on that one? Mm-hmm. Yep, we had all of them. So we we are good. We <laughs> check that check that list. I love it. I absolutely love it. I feel like the listeners, if you listen to the core value episode, the program updates episode, and then this one, you're going to get like a really good comprehensive picture. A few reminders. Mm-hmm. You'll see evolution in our storytelling, and just really, we are so grateful to have had you in this last year, yeah, and see you develop as a person. Um, and as a professional and have you in, in this program is, is we're just so delighted. Um, I was wondering if you'd be able to share maybe one or two highlights. Maybe it was the UC Berkeley um, presentation, or maybe it was one of the uh, meetings that we had with our advisory board. So we work with an advisory board and, and uh, once or twice a month, we do quarterly planning. We also do annually planning with the entire team. And it's ran by our advisory board. And so it's really cool to have Yahad had been a part of that. I mean, those are just a few. There have been so many things. Um, we do yeah. instructor meetings. And so there's a lot of stuff that we do in the company. But I wanted to, to know if you had anything, maybe just one thing that stood out, whether it's recent uh, from last year or, or maybe uh, maybe something I wouldn't even think of. Maybe something from six <laughs> months ago that I forgot about. <laughs> I would say the weekly team meetings have been instrumental and just building morale and bringing us all together. And I, I personally find them helpful. It's like a nice way to start the morning. I'm like, yes, on a Tuesday, I'm like, yeah, this is great. I get to get my cup filled with the energy. Um, we're all able to communicate obviously rather quickly because we're all on the same call. So I would say that's been like a, a wonderful highlight, but it's closely tied. I would say with the advisor meetings. The advisor meetings have been really eye-opening, especially considering online, having an online business. I, I feel like there's a lot of myths surrounding it. Like maybe it's not real business. Maybe it's just kind of lackadaisical, but no, there's all, it's not just tactics, there's strategy. So uh, while a lot of what you need to do to do things in this world requires some tactics, tactics mean nothing without strategy. So the board of advisor meetings have been really helpful because they're able to take some of the things that are really tactical about how we approach things and help us really look at things more stepwise and also think look at things more in a chronological framing, like, oh, didn't think that that would be something for Q4. I thought that would be something for Q1. So it's just been really nice to have 
just seasoned veterans come in and provide us like this, I guess, I don't want to say referee, but I'm just going to use it because it's the word that comes in a referee for our ideas to kind of keep us on task, keep us on point, make sure we're doing things that are going to allow for the maximum um, growth of the company and the maximum personal growth of everyone on the team. Absolutely. Really well said. And what I also like to mention to piggyback off of the whole online (laughs) business concept, our advisory board is international. So one of our advisors is in South Africa and regardless of the time change, the time zones, we all hop on those regular calls. Some of them range from one to four hours. We do planning, we uh, delegate, we get deep, we acknowledge each other. We talk about struggles. We follow up from the last month. It's been an incredible way for our business and for our team to kind of um, be on the, kind of uh, be on the same page and get a little bit more uh, strategic and dialed in because we do our team. We have people from all over the country and our advisory boards from all over the country. So it's a really nice way for us to come together. And I, I yeah. you, uh, you sharing that, Jan, and it's just been, again, so incredible to have you be a part of this and contribute your energy, your background, your perspective, your dedication, not only to the core values and to the development of them, but especially client. I would say you own that value. If we were to have to prioritize one of them, you embody that. You are, you know, client, and so you've done such an amazing, played such an instrumental role in constantly having that thread be important and foundational in everything we've touched, from improving the client experience to discussions that we have on a regular basis to one of our recent episodes where we got over ninety percent satisfaction in our program, which is largely tied to you since you played such a huge role in, in being a coach and moderator in that program, being so close to the clients. Yeah, it's been, it's been wonderful. It's just, I'm just like, I feel like a little mama bird and I've just seen so many people leave the nest and fly and it's just beautiful to see. It's beautiful to see. And, and one thing I want to mention before I ask you about where you're heading and some plans for the future as we wrap up is you mentioned earlier, you know, that the, the diversity and what these women, not only where do they, where they live, right? Cause they're all over the world and the country, but also their specialties from baby led weaning to uh, bariatric surgery to, yeah. I mean, we've got food freedom. We've got yeah. so many uh, gut health, sports, yeah. vegan sports, nutrition, uh, prenatal life, life cycle. We have such a range of people who have been able to dominate different industries and in different yeah. worlds and with different varying levels of experience from new dietitian uh, to dietitian. We've got clinical dietitians after 10 years. We even have people who've been seasoned for over like 20, 30 year veterans. Yeah. So uh, what is what are your thoughts on reflecting not just on the, the diversity and specialties, but the diversity and experience and, and location? What is your do you have any thoughts on that as far as for the field or just kind of you being so close to the clients? Yeah, my thoughts are there there's room for more people. We haven't captured enough people. I know a lot of people are still on the edge of will I get on Instagram, but I will say being in this program has really, as a student and also as an instructor, has really shown me the value of showing up in numbers. Because if they're not paying a educated, certified person like us, they are going to be paying someone with less knowledge. And the people with less knowledge are taking up the space. So we need to hold our space. So I would say if you're out there and you think you can only make money with weight loss, you are incorrect. We have seen people thrive in so many different niches. Even I'm, 
I am really surprised you guys just even saying that because I would have thought the same thing before joining. And though I'm in the weight loss niche, I totally have the utmost respect, but with confidence and to be able to see people um, like Kira of the Black Nutritionist Thrive, to look at people um, like Julia, who's um, from Minnesota, who works with in the food freedom space, to look at people who are really owning spaces that most people would have thought were too niche, like Fatima, paralysis, nutrition, or to think that it's too competitive for keto when I look at Priscilla and Temple. And I'm just telling you, it's just amazing to see, like, first of all, you can pursue whatever nutrition-related field you would like to do. Like, if you want to do nutrition as it relates to diabetes management, if you want to do nutrition as it relates to oncology, whatever you want to do, there is space for you. And there's just so much space available. Like, I feel if this was like a parking lot at a stadium, like we still have like 75% of the spots available. So we need to hold space because so many other proverbial stadiums are really filled with parking lots of people that are underqualified. And this program has showed me that there's just like plenty of room and opportunity for you to chase your dreams. And that's something that I, I'd never gotten a good sense of just in this whole journey of changing my career over the last four years, like I just didn't understand the breadth and the detail of like what is possible. So I would say that's the one thing that I kind of wish more people could like just really understand. I'm like, please just create an account. It's free. <laughs> Get out there, show your face. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And that was so, so powerful. And thank you for those reflections. And it reminds me of our UC Berkeley talk last week when uh, one of the students had asked about, well, you know, why, why social media? And I think you had some comment. I feel like we need to do like another episode just dedicated to this um, because I want today to be about you, but this was such a good moment. And, and you said something like, where do you, if you, was it you that said something along the lines of you want to find a new restaurant? Where do you look? You know? And, and the overwhelming response was like, well, social media, like the internet, et cetera. And it's like, how are we any different? Right. And I mean, I might've paraphrased it, not as well as you No, did. that was right. But we just, <laughs> just like screen grab that entire moment. It was so good. Yeah. I feel like we need to just like dive into that. It was so much fun. That was such a fun, me, you and Temple did a presentation for former client, Ashley, UC Berkeley. It was just so cool to be able to have and to hold that space with students and just talk about the possibilities. And, and just, I love that, you know, 75% available, right? We haven't even touched the surface of what's possible. And to see this and to be a part of something innovative and new is exciting. And it, it just, it brings so much joy from all perspectives, from me as a CEO, uh, from you as, as a coach and an integral part of this company, and then our clients who get to build the community among one another. And I, I love how they are so respectful to one another, the way you said earlier too, I'm weight loss and I, I want to acknowledge that and respect other folks who have different philosophies. And I've seen a lot of respect and care in our group. We do set the precedent, you know, we do lay down the law and say that that's a rule. You have to be kind to other uh, philo uh, philosophies, but I, I really love that we're holding, bringing that space together and, and trying to show how people can function with disagreeing philosophies and still support one another and still be successful in their own right. However, we define that we want that to be. Definitely. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So what's next, Yah, as we wrap up today, I could talk to you all day because <laughs> I love your energy. It's, it's uh, contagious, infectious. And um, again, I can't say enough how much we've just benefited and the clients have from experiencing you and the joy that you brought to this company. So I'm so glad 
that you were able to fulfill this role. And I I'm, just want to say from the bottom of my heart that we've appreciated that. On that note, where are you headed next? What's going on for you in the future? And how can we continue to support you? Yeah, so what's next? I am taking a much needed break. So I have been at this for almost four years, changing my career. My undergraduate degree was in a completely unrelated field. In order to, I'm a really aggressive person. I did not want to run up on the master's degree deadline. So I spent the last three summers taking summer classes. And after much conversation with just different peers and mentors, I decided that I just want to take a few months off from um, any type of um, obligations that would allow me to like just have a little bit more freedom during the day. So with my upcoming internship, I've decided to just travel a little bit more, just actually like explore and not have like a notification going off and just really be free because I haven't had that for myself in a while. I will really, really miss working for Dietitian Boss. I will really miss my check-ins and the Facebook group and being on the calls. It's been such a blast helping people tap into their inner potential because that's all it is, is tapping into their inner potential, meaning it's already there. So I'm really excited to just, you know, pour into my own cup. I've poured into so many people's cups. I think a lot of people who've worked with me know I don't give you basic responses. I really give you the method and really want you to get it. And I put so much energy and effort. So it's, it's nice to actually like dial back for a little bit and give myself some time to recharge before I start my internship at the University of Chicago Ingalls, which will be very time consuming and will, you know, involve some days where I start five or six, you know, in the morning for maybe food service rotation, or maybe I start a little bit later and I'm there later. So with that in mind and knowing that that's coming up from August until um, early, late, early of next summer, I would love this chance to just catch up on some things that I've been wanting to catch up on, cross off some things on my bucket list. So yeah, I'm just going to get off of social media for a while and just really focus on my weekend gig. I have an in-person body data business that I will be focusing in on the weekend and then just taking charge, taking time to recharge during the weekdays, which I'm super excited about because I haven't done it in such a long time. Full respect for that, y'all. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, for sharing what's going on with you and reflecting on your time here in this company. And I must say we've gone full circle because when we were going through the core values and you were so eloquently stating the connection between your time and contributions with what you've helped this company stand for, it felt like there was a moment with balance where we went back and forth and now we're full circling that because you are now creating and renegotiating what that means to you and giving yourself space at this exact time in your life. And so I want to, again, thank you for what you've done for this company and for the field and then what you've done for yourself and how you're role modeling for our listeners, whether they're clients or they're just a fellow dietitian or dietitian to be interested in what we're offering and how we're making contributions. I think it's important to acknowledge that you've reflected, you see there's a need, you're honoring that, and we will support you in any way possible, whether it's virtually or checking in and making sure and just seeing what you're up to because you're up to big things, whether it's online or in person on the weekends or hanging out with your dog. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I think it's funny. I think I stumbled because I haven't gotten to it yet, but it's funny, as I was thinking, I was like, oh, I guess that is balanced. So I'm glad you reflected that back to me, see? (laughs) That's why you gotta surround yourself with people that are gonna help you. That's the greatest thing about being in an environment like this, because you just checked me, I was like, oh, that was a good check. Yes, that is so true. Thanks for reminding me of that. I needed that. I was like, yeah, I am. Last thing, the last thing I want to mention is you said, you know, we, we kind of tap 
on their full potential or kind of help them. Uh, we absolutely help them with their unleashing their potential. And that's what you're doing too. By renegotiating what balance means to you, you're helping unleash your full potential and, and your career progression as you've done entrepreneurial endeavors and taking a moment to process one from the other. And I, I couldn't be more proud that you're holding that space for yourself the way that you've helped hold the space for our clients. So on that note, any final words before we wrap, y'all? I would say just for anyone that's out there, just remember helping others is the way that we help ourselves. So whenever you have an opportunity, I think it was Oprah who said that anytime you have an opportunity to be in a part of an environment where you can help others and be helped, um, receive that energy. You don't need to do things alone. I would say that's been one of the things that I've taken away is that there's power in helping others, but also receiving help. And don't be afraid to go at it alone, no matter what the endeavor may be, career change, whether it's starting your own private practice, whether it's some audacious financial goals that you have for yourself. Um, don't be afraid to do that. Absolutely love it. Thank you so much, y'all. If you're looking to start and grow your business, we have two opportunities. Our society program to help you land your first clients and really get a system up and running, develop your message, create content, get your offer up and going and enroll in your offer. And then for our high level executive program, for those of you who already are working with clients and do not have an issue with attracting clients, uh, me and my team will be able to help you get systems in place so that you can work less hours and make more money and truly scale your business. So whether you're looking to get started or you're looking to rev up your business, Dietitian Boss has opportunities for you. Please apply to our services found on my website at LibbyRothschild.com. You can find in the show notes a link to apply.